Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapists or sex therapists, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. Welcome to my world. Mm-hmm. This is what it sounds like when I sleep. Not this, but <laughs> <laughs> all the gurgling <laughs> and the sounds and the snorts and mm-hmm. the other wind-related mm-hmm. issues. <laughs> so welcome to my world. Yep, 30 right. years, baby. <laughs> Good grief. We should get a prize. You get a prize every day <laughs> that you wake up to this. All Min- of this. Minus the gurgle, the snorts, the sniffs, and the wind. Yeah, let's just accentuate all of this. <laughs> oh, yes. We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures. And boy, have we had some adventures. Yeah, we have. In the last few years, we've found that we really love this lifestyle that we've chosen. And it's not only strengthened our marriage, but it's also helped us to grow both as individuals and as a couple. And as we began to go back and listen to our recordings, we realized that others may really benefit from listening to and hearing about our mistakes and our very candid discussions about what we were going through and experiencing. We talk about and we laugh about. We laugh a lot. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we do. We laugh about the mistakes that we've made, the crazy things that we've experienced, and the exciting things that have happened to us. But we also talk very openly and honestly about the tough times, the emotional landmines and pitfalls we had to navigate, some rougher than others. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do and what not to do in their own journeys. And basically, you'll join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some will be quick outtakes, others will be longer conversations about what we were going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a drink. Or settle into your seat if you're driving. Relax, sit back, and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The, the Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome. Hi, everybody. Welcome. How is everybody doing? I hope you guys are doing great. We're doing great. We are doing great. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a couple an interesting couple weeks. Not anything too terribly fun and exciting, kind of low key, but trying to think if there was anything super fun and exciting. Oh, we had our little staycation weekend this that, past weekend. That was super fun. It was super fun. Yeah. We stayed in the, what's it called? The Marriott Waterside? Yeah, Marriott Water Street in downtown Tampa. Right. We went for Phoenix's brother's birthday and his partner. So the Four of us went and met them, so there was a six of us, and we just went on Saturday. It was So this is Labor Day weekend. It's mm-hmm. September. It's just past Labor Day weekend. And we went, and we'd never stayed there before. I had and, stayed there. Oh, that's right. You had. Yeah, that's right. years that's ago. Right. That's right. That's yeah, right. for work, yeah. And we have um, our, one of our family members that stay there, too, with mm-hmm. his girlfriend. So we knew it was a nice hotel, and it really is. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's yeah. so pretty, and it was so fun, and we took full advantage of the tiki bar and tiki bar, and then the tiki bar. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what we did. Like I was going to say, we took advantage of the cabana, but we didn't. We really sat in the pool. Yeah, we rented 
this really great cabana. Yeah. But and then also like another bed and I think it, yeah I think it came with it or yeah. I don't know but then we spent the entire time just sitting in the pool or standing in the pool drinking right as close to the bar as possible yeah and then we would kind of <laughs> rotate as to who went up to bring the <laughs> cup holder thing back with all the drinks. <laughs> And they had this really awesome drink. It was called the Melon Colada. Oh, that was and awesome. And Phoenix and I, yeah, were down in those, uh, the sugar and that kind of stuff. But it, it was too good to pass up because it was so hot. But it was, this is like the first of so September, usually is when the weather starts to turn the smidgiest of smidges for us. Like if you were not a Floridian, you would not feel the change of the weather because it was just hot as fuck. But it was like two degrees less of uh, temperature and maybe 5% less of humidity, maybe. I'm going to go with 1% less of humidity. <laughs> Okay. I'll, I'll I'll give you the two, two percent the two degrees the two yeah. degrees of temperature two, yeah two degrees temperature but only one but only one percent of humidity well yeah. it did make a difference it does make a difference we always gauge it by the fact that our dogs <laughs> that are both black will go sit outside in the sun for a longer period of time and you're like yep winter's coming because they'll stay outside <laughs> for five minutes versus running outside going to the bathroom and coming back in panting to death. The little one was all splayed out there the other day. Yeah. And so I said, oh, my God, fall is coming. Here yeah. we go. Winter is coming. Yeah. And I was out there yesterday smoking a cigar, but I had to have a fan to at least keep the air moving. Yeah. Because it was still hot as yeah. fuck out yeah. there. And that's yeah. yeah, that's when she went out and was laying by the pool and just kind of splayed out in the yeah. sun. Yeah. Yeah. But the, Which she the, doesn't do in, no. in high summer. But so, the wind yeah. was blowing. So winter's coming. You're right. Winter's coming. <laughs> It's 92 and That's not 94. Right. So that means nothing. I was going to say, so get out, nothing. Change nothing the way that you do. You don't even have to get out closed-toed shoes yet. So, But anyway, so we had such a great time. The pool was amazing. The hotel is right on the river. And it's kind of where, it's right next to the convention center. And Emily Arena is close by, right? Yeah, it's like right across the caddy corner across That's the right. street. Yeah. On the other side where we were not facing. Mm-hmm. But the river's right there. It was a beautiful view. We had a riverside, a riverfront view on that side of the hotel. And you could see from our room, we were up on like the 22nd floor, and you could see if you, for those of us who would actually go out onto the balcony. and Which is not me. <laughs> look over. <laughs> for those of us who dared brave the balcony, we you could see St. Pete. It's really kind of cool. You see Tropicana Field mm-hmm. way across, but you, you couldn't see. I think it's the Howard Franklin that's the most southern bridge. It's the Gandhi. Gandhi? The, yeah, the okay. Gandhi's the most southern. So, but yeah, so but, you could you could see downtown St. Petersburg, mm-hmm. and you could see Tropicana Field, the big dome. Yeah, part of it, yeah. Where the rays play, yeah. and off in the distance. It's cool. It's a beautiful view. Great location. Um, we great were location. like, we will check into this again and actually go, instead of spending the entire time in the pool, like actually walk along the river walk. And yeah, there's, there's tons, tons and tons and tons along the channel side yeah. um and by the way that's not the river that's the channel uh, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah the river is yeah. in, in like a little bit further over yeah, in see, downtown tampa but i don't know the area but yeah that's the channel side area and that's where the cruise ships are oh, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the aquarium and emily arena and lots of new residential within the last 15 years or yeah. so it's, it's grown up amazingly it's a great area yeah, but lots was, of bars restaurants tons of stuff to do yeah and we've always talked about the fact that doing something 
like that. It would be fun to live someplace like that for a couple of months, like mm-hmm. where you have a really vibrant downtown area, St. Pete or mm-hmm. Tampa. And there's also, by the way, there's the trolley that goes right in front of the oh, hotel. Yeah. And oh, that, that's right. that takes you all along Channel Side, but then also up to Ybor City. And so you can go to all the bars and stuff up there too, mm-hmm. which really would be a ton of fun. And we went to a bar there. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it someday on our podcast, but we went to the castle mm-hmm. for Halloween in 2019. Yeah. Was that 2019? That would, yeah, that yeah, was October 2019. 2019. Yep, October 2019. Right. Yeah. The weekend before Halloween. That was a really cool yeah, place. Yeah. It was a fun club. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, so it was really neat and we decided we would definitely go back again sometime and take advantage of doing that because yeah, being able to take the trolley all over is awesome. And it's, I think it's free. I have no idea. Yeah. But you can ride it if it's not free, you pay a price, but you can ride it as many times off and on. It's not like, I don't know, a dollar or something like that. Every time you get on, I think it's off and on. I don't know. No clue. But, but anyways, you're, you're making this shit up now. Because I we am. Don't know. But <laughs> it's I, been years since I've been on that. I think I know. <laughs> You don't. Let's just face it. Uh, Let's just roll with it and pretend I'm totally right. Okay. Okay, yeah. And if anybody comes and visits, like, that is so not what it was, be like, well, they changed it clearly. When the Tampa Transit Authority shows up and (laughs) says, what the fuck? All these people are expecting free rides on the trolley. Who the fuck is Marina and what the shit does she know? All these swingers showed up wanting free rides. (laughs) You two are responsible. Yeah, oops. Don't use our names. Use somebody else's name. People that don't live here. I don't know. But anyways, it was great. It was a lot of fun, and it's a great area, and we do love to go downtown. We actually are... Actually, oh, I know what it was. We were going to a concert in December, and we talked Mm -hmm. about staying down there and being able to do that all weekend, yeah, because we're going to a really cool concert in the Tampa Theater Mm -hmm. in December, so that ought to be really fun. But yeah, so we did that. Oh, and then also in October, coming up, is Pod Bash. Mm -hmm. If you haven't heard us talking about Pod Bash, that is going to be the event we are participating in Mm -hmm. at... Secrets Resorts, Secrets Hideaway Resort, I think it is when you look it up online. But that's the lifestyle resort that's in Kissimmee, which is just south of Orlando, yeah, southeast. Just south, southeast, south. I think, yeah. Yeah, the front porch swingers are kind of organizing Yeah, they're, they're, they're the organizers. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then us. It's um, Friends with a Twist, mm-hmm. the Swinging Flamingos, mm-hmm. the Naked Relationship, and the Kinky Truth. Is and it if Kinky I've... Truth or Kinky Frame of Mind? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah Kinky Frame of Mind. Kinky yeah. Frame of Mind, but I think that that was it. But we're really looking forward to... And if we missed anybody, we apologize. Yeah, we do. Sorry. Because we didn't plan this. Yeah. (laughs) This is on the fly. (laughs) How we do it. Typically, I would have an outline, but we don't have an outline for this one. We do. I have an outline. Yeah, but it's in your handwriting and it's on the other side of this table. I know. And it's just bullet points because that's how I roll. Like three words Uh in each... Yeah, because I know what I need to say, so... So forgive any deficits in <laughs> this or the rest of the podcast as it occurs because I wasn't in charge. Oh, but you'll be able to add. You'll be able to chime in okay. as much as you need to. I'll be the color analyst. The, the color commentary. Yep. ESPN color commentary mm-hmm. guy. All right. Well, cool. That's a good role for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Pod Bash is going to be the weekend in October. That is 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Thank you. So that turned into Hallow Swing Weekend. So I think there are still some rooms available. Last I heard, there mm-hmm. were some rooms. So if you, any of our listeners want to come and meet us at Secrets, we are going to be there. And uh, if you want to come and meet any of the other podcasters that we mentioned, they are all going to be there. We've got some amazing, fun things. You do have to sign up through the podbashevent.com website so that we know that you are part of the Podbash group. 
And that will entitle you to the goodie bags and the, I think there's actually, Brian and Brenna Front Port Swingers have done an amazing job putting some fun, super yeah. fun stuff together for our group that's going to be there. But we've also heard that it's going to be slam packed because yeah. it's Hallow Swing. So the way that Secrets works is that you can have, you can come for day passes like Caliente. You can come for day passes. So there will be people there staying on property, but there will also be people coming and going. And they have a nightclub and naked by the pool all day long. They are, they actually, I think you can have sex out in front. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the difference between Secrets and Caliente is that at Secrets, it's, yeah, basically full on lifestyle all day, every day. There's no unwritten rule after dark. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah, you can play anywhere you want, anytime you want. Well, right. except, well, that there are some common areas where you're not allowed to. Like right. in the front desk area, no play there. Right. That <laughs> may be, I don't know, that may be about it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what differentiates that. Well, so they're not a clothing optional, so there's not... I mean, it is a lifestyle resort. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. swingers yeah, resort. Yeah, it is a swingers so, resort. Yeah. 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 So we're super excited, looking forward to that. And that should be a lot of fun, hanging out with everybody there. We're going to be doing some... Parking dem- lot. I think you're not allowed to play in the parking lot. Right, because you're not on... You're outside <laughs> so, of the property. Very good, lot, honey. Um, front desk area. <laughs> There may be other areas, any like food service areas, probably yeah. not okay. Yeah, but probably the, the not. point being, yeah, it's it's pretty wide open, yeah. and, and whatever you want to do there. So that's about six weeks out. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're super excited. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. So we will be there, and um, we're going to do some rope demonstrations. Speaking of and I are going to do some rope demonstrations and some rope work. And so it'll be a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And meeting all the other podcasters as well. Yeah. Yep. And then just generally hanging out naked. Yep. Or in whatever state of nakedness you would like to be. They are also very good about that. We've been before and there have been people that are partially, right. you know, sometimes women like to wear their bathing suit bottoms and have their boobs all hanging out. Sometimes they like to be naked. If I'm working and doing stuff, I'm usually top off. But with, I do have bottoms on generally because I have an ass juice thing. If you guys haven't ever listened to any of our <laughs> podcasts before, you know I have a thing about ass juice. And I don't like to sit in seats where people may or may not have had covering on their well, asses. That's why you bring your own towel. I know. But sometimes people walk up to the bar and sit down without a towel. I don't know. Yeah. So that's why you have your own and you just uh, put it on I top know. of the... Well, if I so don't, you don't think have about to worry it, about others' ass and juice. And I'm wearing my little bikini bottoms. That's all cool. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> anyway, so so that's kind of what's going on with us. I don't have these limitations, by the way. Now, I'm not a fan of sitting in somebody else's ass juice, but um, yeah, I just bring it down. Right. Yeah. It's a, a pretty simple solution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what's going on with us right now. And anything else? I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. We think. haven't, you know, in the last few weeks, we've had a lot of fun, but it hasn't been nearly as active. Well, at all as active right. because of our decision to pull back a little bit pending right. you know pending a little more information for us for for covid but um, stupid fucking covid yeah yeah we still had a good time and we're still going to have a good time this fall yep yeah mm-hmm. just limited in some areas but yes yeah so anyway so that's what's going on with us we hope you guys are all well and having a great time yourselves wherever you are in your journey so let's move on and talk about what's happening in this episode let's so we left off in episode 23, where we talked about... Well, episode 23 was when we talked about our four-way play date with Steve and Amber. That's right. And the amazing time that we had at the embassy suites that we're probably no longer allowed That's back right. at. Or they may have our pictures <laughs> Or they may have our pictures in the hanging up. Office. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Do not right. let these people in again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So right. that was a super fun, super fun weekend. That's right. So that was right when I had come back from my trip. Right. And yeah, the very first weekend after you right. came back from your hot wife trip. Right. The trip that changed it all. Mm-hmm. So then the next week was when Roy was coming into right. town. So we wanted to talk a little bit. We're going to play some audio about that particular visit. But I wanted to, I think it's important for me to address my relationship with Roy a little bit more. And a lot of this came about because of the hot wife trip. So Roy, when I first met him, and when he first reached out to us on uh, SLS or SDC, he did not necessarily explain that he was a married man. And we had connected and talked for quite a while and had really built a relationship Like I said, he travels a lot, and that's where he met a lot of people that he played with. But we chatted and talked a couple weeks before we ever met. It just never came up. And in our other experiences, when we first started playing, we realized that it was not uncommon for single guys to present as single guys, but they may not really be single. Although there are some that do put on their profile that they are married, but the wife doesn't play. That's a pretty standard way to explain it. What are some other ways that you see it? Um, That the wife is just no longer interested. The wife has medical issues. You see that a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a, you know, something that, that comes up. Our radar and antenna always go up, obviously, when we see things like that. When they can only meet during the day. Right. Yep. (laughs) Yes. It's pretty obvious. Or when they say they prefer daytime play. Yeah. Yeah. That was the other thing, too. And don't forget, so we're very new, not even a year Mm -hmm. into playing at this point in time. So it took us a while to kind of figure out those signals and put that stuff together. With Roy, it was a little bit different, though, because he would text me at night and we would have conversations where those flags weren't going off. Those I wasn't getting those signals. And also at that time, you and I had talked about the fact that if when we very first started playing was that that was not our responsibility to mm-hmm. be somebody else's moral compass. And if they were in the lifestyle and we could meet and there was a connection Their choice was what their choice was. Our choice was what our choice was. And we really didn't even think much about it Mm -hmm. unless it became awkward or weird. Right. And so when I first met him, he told me the very first day that we met that he was married and that he is a little bit of an older guy and she is older than he is and that she had lost interest in most of their sex at all times. And he had been active for about a year and a half or so or two years in Mm. in the lifestyle before I met him. And he traveled a lot. So he had the opportunities and he decided to have this second life in the lifestyle. So in my naivete and my youth in the lifestyle and my thirst for new adventures and for all the things that, again, I wasn't, wasn't my job to be his moral compass, I decided that that was not going to be an issue. You and I, I actually remember us talking mm-hmm. about it. And I said, well, that's not my responsibility. Right. That's his He's the one that has to come to his come to Jesus moment, whatever that is. You know, he has to reconcile that for himself. And then to come up with at least one other. I think it had come up with actually a couple of others. Well, as far as people. we actually played with. Yeah, came up with a couple of others. There were multiple red flags that we just weren't interested. And that was one. 
there was one other that I know of right off the top of my head that we knew flat out that he was married and that his wife didn't know. Right. And that's where this conversation originally happened, where we decided, you know what, it's, you know, that's not, that's not our issue. That's right. the way that we started thinking about this. And we didn't run into it too terribly often because normally it ended up being scheduling was not easy mm-hmm. and we didn't have daytime availability. And that's not what I wanted as I was moving into the hot wife area. So what happened was that became a lot more obvious, though, because then I was meeting a lot more single men. And when I realized, then they would say, well, you know, I can get together during the day or that's what I want or a daytime playmate. And I was like, yeah, okay. so I see where that's going. I don't think it presented itself quite as much when we were presenting as a couple. But Mm -hmm. when I was able to reach out. Yeah, that's true. Right. So that was kind of what fed into that. And the reason that we're bringing this up is because this is going to happen, and this is who we are, and we want to be honest with you all and tell you how we handled this particular scenario. But as you know, I consider Roy my first boyfriend in the lifestyle, and I had fallen in love with him. And I had feelings for him, obviously, if I had fallen in love with him. I had Mm -hmm. deep feelings for him in the time that our relationship had grown. And we had been together at this point in time, like seven months or something. When I very first met him, though, again, he told me about that. And I made the decision to move forward. You knew I explained it to you. We talked about it. That was where we were. When the hot wife trip happened, and I listened to the ethical slut book. And actually, Amber and I had a conversation about this because she was way more active in the lifestyle, played with so many single guys. And the ethical slut talked about the fact that an ethical slut is one, the the way that you're ethical is that there is consent among all parties. Mm -hmm. And I never really thought about it that way. And that also no one would get hurt, so to speak, when you played because there was consent, and there was acknowledgement, and there was knowledge of all the activities. And I realized that that was not happening. And I was not being ethical. I was never going to meet these women. But that is not who I am. That's not who I wanted to be. That's not how I would ever want to be treated. And I never thought about it in that way. Right. And so that was a real eye-opener for me, hearing them talk about that in the Ethical Slut book. And I realized that I don't want to be that type of woman who will allow that to happen. I don't want to be a part of that. And so I decided then and there that I was not going to play with single men who were married. If their wives didn't know about it, and if they were if they were presenting themselves as single guys, or if they were married and saying, yes, but I can play and my wife knows about it, then we would have verification, mm-hmm. which is actually what Amber did with exactly. me, yeah. with you when we first met, because we all met as a foursome. But she and I actually talked on the phone before we all met as a foursome just to kind of verify that the woman knows. And she had had some issues where that had been a surprise for her as well. So that was kind of the turning point of my standards to make sure that I was not doing something wrong that I didn't know that I was doing wrong or that I chose to turn a blind eye to, that I was no longer going to do that. And again, it was just a few people here and there, but that's not who I am and that's not what I want to be. And basically, they're cheating and I'm the other woman. And as is everybody else who they're fucking, you know, so they can think that they're not because they're not getting emotionally involved with us, but they're still 
if it's an issue, then tell your wife about it mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So I kind of changed my stance. I, we, you and I had a lot of talks about it. And I said, I just, I don't want to be that way. And it was a no brainer. Right. Like, of course not. There's plenty of, plenty of people to worry about. There's nobody. We want to have relationships. You can't build a relationship with someone who's married and not telling the truth about what they're doing on the side and things like that. So I wanted to bring that up, though, because it was very challenging. And I had made this decision, but yet I was still dating this married man whose wife did not know about me. And it did not feel great. And I let my feelings for him trump that decision at that time. The other piece of the puzzle, though, was that I knew and he had told me that he could do this no longer and that I knew that our time together was limited. And so he had also made that decision. And I don't know, I don't quite remember where that came in. It may have been when I told him, I'm not playing with married men anymore. You are the only person that I see that is not completely honest with their wife, their partner, whatever. But he had also decided that that was not for him. He did not like cheating on his wife. I don't blame him. Yeah, he was very conflicted. Right. But we had feelings for each other. And so he decided that he was going to stop playing altogether. And he had, by this point in time, this was February. February 2019. Right. We actually have some audio. So this particular trip, we, um, I don't think we knew This is when it started, when he had made the decision. So I did know, obviously, that he was married, but he was coming into town for a week, and he had already made his decision that he was going to stop playing. And I knew I would see him this week, and then there was one more trip that he already had planned, that we had planned to see each other, and then that was going to be it. So again, I wanted to talk about this, though, because it will come up if you're feeling like something is not right, ladies, it may be one of those situations where the guy isn't being 100% honest about what's going on. I believe a lot of them are in that space. They're not getting along great with their wives. Sexually, things aren't great, but they have great relationships. So they're just looking for other places to fill that void. But that's not okay with me. That's not my responsibility anymore. So tell your spouse about it, you know, whatever you have to do. But that's kind of what I I wanted to really talk about that because it caught me off guard. It caught me by surprise. Unfortunately, it's not something I'm proud of. But I don't do that anymore. And it was an important, valuable lesson. And I think it would have been obviously a lot easier to handle had I not had feelings for him and had we not created this relationship. Now, that being said, the week that we're getting ready to play the audio for, so this was our week with Stephen Amber, our mm-hmm. weekend, and then Roy came into town on Monday. Right. So we spent the week with him. I spent mostly the week with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> having play dates. So why don't we actually, why don't we play the audio now? Perfect. Okay. All right, we're recording. All right. So we had left off with recapping. Last weekend. Last weekend. And the couple days preceded. Yep. So then this week, which this past week, which was when was back in town, he came into town on Monday. So I got to spend the week with him in the afternoons, in the evenings. So on Monday, um, he came into town. I met him at the hotel. We had the whole afternoon. Well, more so than we normally did. I forget, like 3 o'clock versus 5 o'clock. But we had the afternoon, and then we went to dinner, and we played on Monday. And 
it's nice to see him. So I don't know if I have to go play by play, but I think the highlights of the week with him. So we were we had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So we initially had planned to play Monday and Tuesday. No. Monday. We had Monday and Thursday nights that we were going to set aside that you said it was okay if we set those aside for us. And then you were going to join us on Tuesday and Wednesday. So we played together on Monday night. On Tuesday, you joined us. Uh And we played and then went out to dinner after. And then on Wednesday... So on Tuesday, it didn't go great. I mean, it was okay. But, and it was um, mediocre. It was mediocre. He and you know he just has an issue with performing when somebody else is there, and as we suspected, and, and I think he was really hoping that that wasn't going to be an issue because he really likes you. Yeah. I mean, but it was. But it was still actually. I mean, it was okay. You and I had fun, yeah. and then and he, you know, he came in and then ended up, you know, basically. I got to suck his cock while you were fucking me. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things that I enjoy very much. Yeah. And so that all happened. So there was nothing wrong yeah, with that. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah, it was good. He just couldn't fuck you. He just couldn't, yeah. He just couldn't stay hard long enough to fuck me. So, Which um, is disappointing because I wanted to watch him fuck you. But, oh well. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. There. Yeah. So, but we got you um, audio from it. Yep. <laughs> I did, yep. Um, yep, so that was Tuesday night, and then because things didn't go great, you said that you would not come on Wednesday night. Right. Which was originally part of the plan. Right. So I think what's important to talk about, though, is the feelings that you had about not being there on Wednesday. So yeah. I think that's an important piece. It is, yeah. Because, uh, you know, and I actually... I didn't, don't think I said anything to you Tuesday night, but Tuesday night on the way home, I had basically decided I'm going to bow out Wednesday because, you know, that was just basically mediocre and I kind of felt like a third wheel, you know, when we went out to dinner and just wasn't real comfortable for me being with you guys. And then, you know, him not being able to perform just made that even less comfortable. I mean, it started that way because I couldn't perform and then when we went out to dinner, it was fine, but, you know, it was clear that you guys have your thing and... I'm not really part of it. Um, so, you know, I decided basically just to let you guys have the entire week, essentially, to yourselves. But I didn't feel real good about that. I mean, I, I felt kind of like um, I didn't really like it. With the Wednesday part, the Monday and the Thursday, because I had already said yes, that, that's, your, that's, that's your time, that really wasn't a problem for me. But Wednesday, because I had planned on being a part of it, and then I wasn't, it's kind of like I was losing something, mm-hmm. missing out on on something that I was gonna, you know, that I was really looking forward to, and I really was looking forward to um, both those nights because you know that's what I love about all this. And one of the things I love about all this is watching you get pleasured. So I wasn't gonna be able to do that. And again, on Monday and Thursday, I'd, I had already it was already planned that I wasn't going to be there. So I didn't really feel like I was missing out on anything because I wasn't having anything withdrawn from myself. Even though, even though I'm the one who did the withdrawing. Mm-hmm. Without any prompting on your part, and it was just a, it was completely my decision and my choice. So anyway, that that's kind of how I felt. So it wasn't the best feeling. And then the other thing that we talked about on Friday night was I don't really feel jealousy, but of everybody that you play with, you know, he's the one who I'm. You know, I get a little twinge of eh, because I know that you guys are very close to one another. And so we talked about on Friday night. I mean. 
course you understand that because that's how I am with and so he is to you what is to me but probably not anywhere well nowhere near as close to yeah I mean it's totally different um, because <laughs> that's the closest I have to be able to understand or be in a place to understand your feelings mm-hmm. so that it's helpful for me to give me some perspective and to be to help me to understand and I think it's different with you and because you guys are so close friends we're going to have become or are becoming such mm-hmm. close friends but um, it definitely wasn't right oh yeah first. I mean, which is why we stumbled right. where yeah. we stumbled because your feelings for her exploded more so and faster mm-hmm. and you know i've been friends for seven eight months mm-hmm. whatever and and have a real friendship mm-hmm. and we do and that's that is the piece of the puzzle that very early on was different because we do have a friendship mm-hmm. But yeah, but with her, that was, for me, why it was a stumbling block. And, but we figured out how to work through it, but that's because there's the four of us. We have the ability to work through it. There's other things. She and I have become friends, like you said, or becoming friends and possibly play partners. Who knows? It's just, you know, it's just whatever. There's other things that can happen there that, quite honestly, also is very easy has made it much easier yeah. for me to be relaxed right. about your relationship with her. And now it's like, you know, I, I think that's great. And it, well, and also the, and, way, the, the way that she and I talk so much about feelings and, and, our, and ourselves and how careful we are. We're very aware of, you know, not going too far and not getting caught up. And yeah. yeah. And I mean, and quite honestly, I mean, I'm envious of that, that now cause you've surpassed the level of relationship that I have with anybody with her. So I'm envious of that relationship because I, that I had that with, but now I don't get to have any of that with him because he doesn't want to talk about it anymore because you know, he's our relationship is ending. So I miss all that peace. And I even talked to him about how I really missed that. And he didn't say, well, go ahead and tell me everything. (laughs) He didn't want to hear it. And he asked what questions he wanted to ask. And they were all, how's doing the lifestyle? And, you know, is happy? Yeah, again, totally fine. But anyway, so it's awesome for you two to have that. And for me to be in a place that it's more of like, you know, oh man, now I don't even have that piece anymore, but you do. So I think that's awesome. Uh, definitely not jealous. It's not that at all. It's definitely envious. Like, uh, yeah. oh, shucks. <laughs> not even like, oh. But anyway, so yeah. So that, but that's interesting that those feelings came up for you again. Yeah. Or I don't think you thought that they would. I didn't would. think that they would, yeah. Right. Yeah. And but I, what did you? But well, and I don't know if they if they would have if we had all been together. Well, you said you felt like a third wheel well, on Tuesday, true, yeah. and I felt yeah. like I was. Well, you and I played more together on Tuesday, right? So you and I were actually more connected and stuff on Tuesday yeah. than yeah, ever point. before yeah. with so, him. Yeah, because, so, yeah I don't yeah, know so, what that is then. Yeah. Well, you said you brought, you felt that way. It wasn't right. that either one of us exactly. Nobody, feel yeah, that no, way. I mean, I, yeah, that, that and it was, was all internal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also found it interesting that what did you say made you feel better on Wednesday? Oh, um, getting pictures in yeah. video, yeah, in audio. So that because, was once. because then it was then I was part of it again because then actually Thursday morning or Friday, maybe it was Friday morning. That was Thursday morning. Thursday, Thursday morning. Yeah, Thursday morning. Wednesday stuff. And then yeah, so Friday. that 
Yeah, because I wasn't really feeling great about it. And then as soon as I got some pictures and some video, I was like, oh, okay. Well, now I'm part of it, or I just, I don't know. It, it just became more tangible, and um, it's hard to explain. But yeah, I felt much better, and I felt fine. So I find that, that interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. 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 So... So yeah, that was an interesting, another kind of piece where we didn't think that anything, you know, not we were blindsided, but just surprised Mm -hmm. by how you felt and how that was. And being able to make sure that we talk about it and figure it out. So, okay. So in the future, if that's going to be something that we just need to be more aware of, like had, had we known that, then we would have stopped and made sure that to take the time to send the videos or do whatever then and there, like, you know, take a few minutes, send them on, you know, instead of like, Oh, the next day, kind of an afterthought that it's not, it's like, yeah, it's an important piece of it. Yeah. 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 And so, which I never really understood until now. Right. Like with and And it's hard to do. Yeah. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah. The other thing that I realized is it is extremely hard to do. And the last and it, time it you, takes away, you know, it does, for, yeah. and it takes away from I like right. I'm, I, you know, I have to tell him put put it down. Like mm. you know, you, he loses his erection because he's trying to accommodate. Right. And you know, for younger guys, it may not be an issue, but for him, it's an issue. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. Yeah, that was the other thing. Challenging. Yeah, the other thing that I realized recently is how difficult it is to because the last time that I played together, which was over three weeks ago, I went in with the expectation that I'm going to take all this great, all these great pictures and this great video for me and for I even texted and asked him what I could do. What would you like to see? What can I, (laughs) what would you like for me to take for you? Uh And he said, really anything's fine. It doesn't matter. Just don't, as long as it's not intrusive on your, you know, which I thought was really interesting in hindsight now. Uh Yeah. So I went in with the expectation and the, and the goal of getting all this great <laughs> footage. footage and I got nothing. Oh, I mean, really? Well, I mean, I did. I, yeah. I mean, I think I have like two pictures <laughs> of me fucking her and then like maybe 30 or 40 seconds of me fucking her. And it's, <laughs> it's dark. You can barely see her. You can hear her, which uh-huh. is great, but uh, that's it. Two pictures, two like grainy, blurry pictures and, <laughs> and, and some dark video that you can't see anything with a bad angle. I mean, it's just, it's hard. So I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you need to have multiple people so somebody can be a, <laughs> a camera person. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so so that's interesting. So that's good food for thought mm-hmm. for future rendezvous or whatever that how to kind of try a little bit harder. Or yeah. Yeah. You go ahead just, or, yeah. Just be, go ahead and, you know, get yeah. some pictures and then be done. And, right. And right. For me too. You know what I'm saying? Yep, so that was Wednesday, and then Thursday we had already planned and that I was actually going to spend the night with him Thursday night, which was really, really, really nice. And it was so nice to not have to jump up and leave at, mm-hmm. you know, 2 o'clock in the morning, and it really was a special thing to be able to do that. Yeah. And then he asked me if I would join him for lunch on Friday, which is really nice because I realized, too, I'm so glad that he did that because that would have been very hard to say goodbye Friday morning, rolling out of bed, and then he's off, and then I don't see him for a couple more months. Mm-hmm. 
so that was nice. That was that was good for us, and I really liked that. We had a, a really nice time, and he was relaxed. And both of us were like, we didn't have to have an agenda, but we it was just nice, and so we were able to fuck. Like he fucked me three times, and then finally came, and then woke up in the middle of the night, or his you know morning hard on or whatever woke me up in between my snoring apparently. <laughs> And we were able to have sex again. So that was certainly a treat. And that was kind of like now that was, you know, because we've never had, we've had okay sexual times. And this was the first time that it was really nice that we were both able to get, and I was on my period, mm-hmm. you know, so it was not great. I mean, we had to be aware of mess and it was just, you know, so even still with all of that, it was still the better, the best time that we've ever had together Uh because finally everything was able to kind of fire on all cylinders, so to speak. So that was really nice. And then of course he told me that on on he told me Friday that he had wanted to talk to the two of us together on Wednesday, but since you didn't come, then he didn't want to say anything, but that he is viewing. So he has plans already to come back in May. And that that will be the last time that I see him. And that he has, he kind of views his playtime is over and, it, you know, totally. And so that this was, it's kind of like the last, well, it is the last. I'm the last piece of the puzzle for him in the lifestyle. But he wanted to explain that and say that, you know, to make sure that we understood that he wasn't just jerking me around, jerking you around, kind of like saying, oh, we're done, but we're not quite done or whatever. So that this will be truly, this will be it. And he basically told me that he's going to delete everything and probably delete me off of his phone. So I said, all right, you know, I totally get it. I said, it'll be sad, but we'll enjoy the week that you're here and, and then we'll say goodbye. And he asked, are you sure you still wanted me? Because that's hard. And I said, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, it'll be hard, but I've already, we've already said goodbye once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and it was hard. So it's kind of a nice, you know, what a nice surprise to be able to, and to connect and then to finally have all the, the things that we had kind of wanted to have happen before mm-hmm. sexually, where he wasn't able to fire on all cylinders every single time. But anyways, so bittersweet. So I will see him again in May. We'll see him again in May. And then that will be it. And that will be closed chapter. So definitely bittersweet, but it will be fun. So there you go. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. So a fun week for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And for Roy, he had a good time. Yeah. And I had a play date on the Thursday Mm -hmm. that you were with Roy, Mm -hmm. which was nice. And that was pre-planned, predetermined. Right. That was with the woman that, going back to the shipwreck. Right. Yeah, that's that was right. her. That's yeah. right. The yeah. one who... Who wanted me to be more dominant with yes. her. Yes. Yeah. So. yeah. so that was a fun play date. Yeah. But yeah, so it, it was a fun week. We all had a lot of fun. I mean, but there was some trepidation for me, as you heard in the audio, mm-hmm. that on the Wednesday, when I was planning on being with Marina and Roy, and wasn't by my own choice, which was the right choice. Yeah. I mean, I was, was kind of... You know, it was kind of depressing. I was kind of down. I was like hanging out by myself. And this was really the first time, obviously, I had only been home a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And so we, I don't even know if I had been home that many weeks, but it was really the you first. You had only been home like 10 days right. at that point. So it was the first time in those days. Plus, I'd been gone that whole month. And so, right. yeah, so there was definitely some, some FOMO. Right. And I talk about it in that audio. For me, it always comes back to two things. It's either fear of missing out or fear of loss. And in this case, it was clearly fear of missing out that Marina's off having 
having a good time and I was going to be a part of that good time, but then it just wasn't going to happen. So I bowed out, but I was still down about it. But for me, it always comes down to one of those two things. Right. So whenever I feel discomfort that we call jealousy, it's one of those two things. I'm either upset or mad or scared about losing somebody or upset or scared or mad about missing out on something. Right. And in that one, though, and you even said it in the audio, is that he's the one person right? that even up until that point, now, of course, you didn't meet anybody that I met and played with up in Virginia because you weren't there, but that he's the one person that you would get a twinge about because yeah. because of our exactly. his and my friendship. Right. So when you take those two things that cause me discomfort and then you add on and you season it with the level of intensity of your relationship, yeah, that just made it even more of an issue for me. Right. And I think that that's important. And one of the things we talked about and that the ethical slut talks about, and again, because that was such a pivotal moment for us at that time, is that they talked greatly about talking to your partner about those feelings. That doesn't mean you necessarily have to change what you're doing. In other words, you don't have to end that relationship. Mm -hmm. So the same type of thing that would happen with me and Amber, if I was feeling something about her, you weren't going to end your relationship with her, but I needed to be able to talk about what was bothering me and things like that. And that was what was definitely happening with you with Roy, especially during that particular week, because it was supposed to be great. It ended up being not okay play-wise with the three of us. Like we said in the audio, you and I played more on Mm -hmm. that Tuesday that the three of us were supposed to have an MFM because he just couldn't stay hard. And so then, though, I think it's really interesting. And all of this kind of happened for us in this perfect storm of a mix of meeting the two of them. Because, again, we met Amber through him. Mm -hmm. They had played together. She was one of his playdates. And when he came back into town, the second or third time that I saw him, and he said, do you think Tristan would like to have a play date with one of these these other women so we could have four people together? And I was like, oh, yeah, I think that he would enjoy Mm -hmm. that. And you did. And you were right. (laughs) I was right. And he was right. He was right. And honestly, that is still, that was obviously, you even heard me say it then, that's the one thing that he really still wants to talk about is, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. And how is she doing? And you two still see each other. Right. But even it was so evident in that audio at that time that you and Amber had totally eclipsed me and Roy and that was before I even knew that we were officially ending. Like he had told me he was gonna, he needed to not do this anymore, but he hadn't given me a date yet. So I knew that our relationship was winding down, that it was gonna have to end. And you and Amber were gearing up. Yes. Like with her and the four of us, with her and Steve, and the four of us were moving forward. But you and Amber had totally eclipsed us because you're close by. She lives in the same area and you were able to see her and do all these things where I only got to see him, like physically see him maybe once every six weeks to two months. So in all those times, he and I, that's how we had this amazingly close friendship, though, because he was traveling to other places. We would talk and we would text when he was at his hotels and other places. And so that was what our relationship was all based on, was talking and and connecting and and talking about our relationships and the lifestyle and how that I was going. But you and Amber were living it. (laughs) 
Yeah, absolutely. And we were texting one another constantly, talking on the phone constantly, seeing each other pretty frequently. Right. If you probably would. So, I mean, we would spend, we talked about it, we would spend, it took a month for us to, all four of us to get together, but mm-hmm. you guys would see each other two or three times and then, yeah. then the four of us would get together and then you guys would see each other two or three times and then the four of us would get together. So, yeah. you were still having these amazing playdates and things with her. So, it's interesting how that relationship, but again, this is what tended to happen with us. It's kind of like I paved the way very slowly. <laughs> and methodically <laughs> and carefully and then you just blow right past all of it so to bring in a pixar cars reference uh-huh woohoo i'm the first one on the new road <laughs> yeah. that's what mater says <laughs> oh man that's in a very obscure reference <laughs> yeah but if you get it you get it and it's that's funny as true. shit that's true <laughs> So it was just, it was a very, very interesting time. And like I said, on the audio, he then told us that he was going to be stopping his activities in the lifestyle. We had already planned one more trip that was going to be, I think it was in May, this was February. So we had that already set up and that was going to be his farewell kind of for himself in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I was strangely honored to be the last person. And actually he did, he cut everything, cut all ties. He turned off his accounts and deleted everybody out of his phone except for me. So it was weird and it was bizarre and it was hard, but you can hear me talking about it. It was just a piece. It was a chapter. It was an amazing chapter. I wouldn't change it. Um, He was an amazing man that entered my life at an amazing time. And he was a great sounding board because I think I mentioned it before. I really would talk to him a lot about you. And did you really mean what you said? Or... I would say something and he would say, well, maybe Tristan's feeling X, Y, Z. And I'd be like, oh my God, that makes total sense. So he gave me this man's perspective that wasn't from a jealousy or a weird place. He was, it was a place of love. Cause like I said, he really liked you. Mm-hmm. So he helped us through. Yeah. Of- he was a great Sherpa for both of us. Yeah. Cause I texted with him also. Right. And clearly not as much as you did, but, but from time to time we would chat and yeah, so he, he was a great resource for me as well. Right. So it was a kind of this weird gift mm-hmm. that showed up at the beginning of our life. Oh, you journey. know, and, and there's so many of those for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were so lucky that yeah. we met the people that we met when we met them and those people in, introduced us to other people and those people introduced us to other people. It's just this wonderful cycle and circle. We're very fortunate yeah. how things went down for us. When, even with all the shit that we talk about. But and on, we do talk the, about all the shit. Yeah. Yeah, the, well, net, that's what it's about. The, the net balance is that everything has been, we're very fortunate yeah. in who we met and when we met them. Yeah, we've met some amazing people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of them are still in our lives yeah. in one way or another. Mm-hmm. I mean, COVID really fucked a lot of that stuff up, but some of them we still even talk to as friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's been crazy. Absolutely. So that was kind of it with Roy. Anything else on that particular play date week? So I spent basically every night with him that week week mm-hmm. and then actually had an overnight with him on that thursday was that what it was yes because i yeah. said he woke me up yes so that was a planned approved that was the very first kind of i think that was the very that first was, one yeah. that's right and so oh and i had my period yeah fuck i forgot about that yeah it, God, that made it that's how desperate we were to have this play <laughs> date go through because it's like yep and i think that that is what 
then you finally suggested, why don't you just get back on the pill so that you can regulate? Yeah, so you can regulate this. Yeah. yeah, because I was like, I'm not going on the pill because then that's unprotected sex. You said that has nothing to do with unprotected sex. You can control when your period is. I'm right. like, oh my god, that's genius. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I've had a vasectomy for years, and so right. it wasn't about that. Yeah. It was purely about <laughs> having control over your period. So let's tell the quick side story. When I went to our family, my family doctor. Oh, god, that's funny. Because we were using, I think we were using two different doctors at that point in time, but I went to the doctor and I'm like, here I am, this like, I don't know, 48 year old woman, and I need to go back on birth control. And she's like, what? And I said, well, because I, and I didn't have the balls enough to tell her what was going on. I told her that Tristan and I, I threw, totally threw Tristan under the bus. And I told her that we had separated and that now I'm dating and I'm very active. Yes, you're dating a lot. I'm dating a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was mortified to tell her that I'm just having an open relationship and I'm just out there fucking a whole bunch of people. So I threw just under the bus and I said, I'm separated from my husband and... <laughs> I need birth control because I'm still having berries and I can get pregnant. And besides the fact of anything else. So I was able to get back on birth control. So that was really funny. Oh, God. It's, it's still embarrassing to tell that. But I was terrified to tell her. I didn't know how to say that yet. I mean, again, think about it. We were still relatively new. Mm-hmm. Now my doctors know. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, and they you're in open and relationships. Mine, and mine does too. Yep. Yeah. It took you a while, though, to it fess did. up no, to it, your doctor. It totally did. Yeah. It totally did. Because, yeah, I mean, my doctor's a woman. And I was always concerned about what she might think of me. Because mm-hmm. I like having a good relationship with my doctor. I don't want her to think I'm right. an asshole. Out fucking all these women. And so I made it very clear when I had the conversation with her that this is completely consensual. <laughs> I told you, though, that you could throw me under the bus. I said, you I did. said, yeah, I said, you, at least tell her Mm-mm. that you're out having a lot of sex with other people. But if you need to say that, <laughs> that, you, that you and I are separated, it's totally fine with me. But you didn't. No, you, I was no? I was 100% honest with her. It took you a while to get the nerve up to tell oh, her. Oh, it took me like a well, year? two. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't do that until like earlier this year. So. <laughs> Actually, no, maybe I forget when it I was. I think it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. I think, I think you was. alluded to it. I did. Yes. Yeah, that's how it went down. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But in any case, it's, I'm in the open with her now with my primary physician. Which we highly, highly recommend for everybody. Because it's, yeah, oh, oh, that was what it was. It's like, well, I need STI yeah, testing. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I told her. And, and I said, well, you know, what do you recommend? And she said, well, how active are you? And I said, well, and actually, this was during COVID. This was, right. this was last year. Right. Yeah. And so I said, well, right now, I don't know, just Marina and Crimson Dragonfly. And right. that's it. Right. And then when I, that's right, that's how it went down. When I had my appointment with her earlier this spring, when we were just about to, after we had been vaccinated, right. we were just about to resume. And I said, well, I'm going to be really active. <laughs> sky's the limit right <laughs> so whatever you're thinking double it <laughs> she said well let's get you tested every six months then and i'm like okay yeah that's well we do that anyways yeah that's what we do. and i have been tested immediately as mm. soon as i confessed to my being separated from my husband <laughs> <laughs> so that was and she a- did tell me don't be alarmed at the amount of blood that they take oh yeah she because she ordered like everything yeah well that's good though and i went in and i was still alarmed <laughs> Wow. Yeah. 
So anyways, moral of the story was, I'm an older woman. I went back on the pill. What a world of difference it made because then I could put in my calendar. Mm -hmm. And then we had to tinker with it because they tell you when to start your pill. And then your period starts whenever, whatever your body does at the end of your cycle. And I never wanted to have my period on a weekend. So I had to, (laughs) I took a couple of months to tinker with my start date of the pill when you start your pack so that I was able to have free weekends. It was genius. Yeah, honey, you're a genius. You're a fucking genius. Yes, All right, man. so I don't. I'll go ahead and fess up here, and because I don't know what this says about me, but I have an app on my phone. Yes, you do. Yeah, when we schedule things. <laughs> now this is practical advice, and so okay. this is this is legit. Yeah, and so yeah, you need to know when that's going to happen, so you can schedule things. That is true. And when you you know when events are coming, mm-hmm. and you don't schedule dates. Right, that was a big thing with scheduling dates because mm-hmm. we were playing during the week too. Right. So I would have I had a calendar. I have a calendar, and so I circle. <laughs> In my calendar for the year, I count out and I circle the dates where like, don't schedule play dates here, but I would schedule meet and greets on those mm-hmm. nights, but not. Play and we would double yet. check those against my app. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the app also tells me when you're ovulating, which means you're like on the go. And so <laughs> that's when I plan my time. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. What's your time? What's your quote unquote, your time? When you're ovulating. And what does that mean? That's when your hormones are at the, I know. when they so spike. So am I like super horny then? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So now you you're, know su- what? you're super horny all the time. You know what this reminds me of? Let's go really far back. You remember that Dharma and Greg episode from like a million years ago? If anybody ever watched Dharma and Greg, she was the free-spirited Dharma, you know, hippie <laughs> parents. And he fucking scheduled their sex dates. And one day she figured it out because he did it in such a way that it was like the things didn't recur, but they recurred every three months. Like they would go to and have a organic night on the beach. And oh my God. And they'd end up fucking on the beach beach and then she realized it was every like every third wednesday of every fifth month or whatever greg was a fucking genius (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say is that why you said you should go on the pill honey (laughs) (laughs) all part of my evil plan yes and then you highlight your dates in there Mm -hmm. good grief so what's so what's really funny about the dharma and greg reference is that we just flip-flop all of that you know like your my parents were the hippies your parents i know i know your parents were the like super straight laced and right but yet i'm the super straight laced and i know and i'm the free spirit yeah well (laughs) with a qualifier that you're also the prudiest (laughs) swinger that you know (laughs) there's some of that residual parent bleed down so yeah. <laughs> it's my good Christian upbringing, <laughs> which was all of, hey, kids, that's a church. <laughs> As we <laughs> As drive, we drive by. by. Actually, no, we were, I was <laughs> active in the church when I was younger. But anyways, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. That is true. Yeah. yeah. You had the hippie parents and I had the as far from hippie it parents as you could. As far as you can get. Yeah. Yes. But you were the Greg and I was the Dharma. Mm-hmm. Still am. Yep. In, in a lot of respects. Yeah. We're the yin and the yang, babe. That's right. We talk about it all the time. So what makes us work? That's what makes us work. Now we're still here 30 fucking years later, man. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about it. Were... I was going to say 30 blessed years later, oh. but. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, that's the whole story as to how I we never. We really fucking went off. Talk about how, how we went far afield. I know, but yeah. that's also important information. Like, if you're younger and you want to go on the pill, and I've talked to my doctors about it, I mean, it was a great way to make sure I never had a period on a weekend. Mm-hmm. It was fucking genius on your end. And, and I got to say, as the app master, it's spot on. Uh, yeah, mean, literally. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> you went there. <laughs> I know. 
For the most part. Yeah, absolutely. There might be a day, you know, here or there. But, on one side or the yeah. other, yeah. So there you go, ladies. There's a tip for you. If you think you might need to have some control over that. There you go. And tell them all about Tristan. Tell your doctors all about <laughs> Tristan's advice. <laughs> but it is different for everybody. Make sure you know the risks because there are risks involved with being an older woman on the pill. Right. So I will say that right. there are definitely risks involved. And, and for we it. did. And we did. We talked about it quite a bit. Yeah. And you talked to your doctor. Mm -hmm. and talked about it quite a bit. This is increased with breast cancer and all that kind of stuff. So just made sure, which I was always um, hypervigilant about mammograms anyways, because breast cancer was in my family. So it was just really making sure that I was staying on target. So there you go. There's our medical PSA for the day. So let's get back to talking about fucking. Okay. Without periods. Okay. <laughs> because that's how that all Definitely. started. <laughs> All right, so that that wraps up Roy for this particular episode and trip, and we will talk a little bit more about him because obviously I see him one more time, and he is actually every once in a while he will still message me. Just hello. He messages me on my birthday and little special occasions and things like that, and that's about it. Mm -hmm. But he was a he is a fabulous man, and he, as you said, he was a great Sherpa for us. So absolutely. And then also right in that same time, so right after that we then met and this was part of the bad audio so it was right before that yeah i believe so yeah so it was part of the bad audio that we played you that one part of the bad <laughs> audio right. yeah, yeah in the last episode one, yeah. yeah we played you part of that bad audio but when we we also met another gentleman and that was also in that bad audio so we met this man who had reached out to us and and we're telling the story because he is actually still a friend today mm -hmm. and we met this man he reached out to us he was in town he does not live in florida or he did not at the time and because he actually is such a dear friend today, <laughs> he knows about the podcast. And so I said, look, dude, your part of the story is coming up. How do you want us to introduce you? And he said that he would like for us to introduce him as a cross between Brad Pitt and Bradley Cooper. And so he said we could use his real name, but we've decided to not use his real name. And we're going to call him Brad. Brad. <laughs> and I hope that Brad, baby, I hope you totally, totally love the fact that you are now Brad. So it's up to you whether or not you want to tell anybody you meet from now on, whether you're Brad and those famous accidental swinger podcast or not, we will totally vouch for you. <laughs> but we meet Brad. And Brad, uh, like I said, he reached out to us. It was right around Gasparilla, which is a big celebration here in Tampa. It's about the pirates coming. And I don't know. It's just a basically it's Tampa's version of Mardi Gras. It happens yeah. at the end of January, beginning of February. And there's a whole bunch of celebrations. Yeah, there's a pirate, and, pirate invasion downtown. Yes. Beads, drinking, boobs, like the whole nine yards. Right. To which um, we have never been we, to yeah. any of that. And apparently it's a big swinger fest, too. So I have to do the typical qualifiers here. The boobs are not sanctioned by the city of Tampa, <laughs> nor are any of the swinger activities. That's true. But there are lots of parties that coincide with Gasparilla. Yeah. So we hadn't met him yet, but he we were messaging back and forth and he was in town and he sent pictures to me. Hmm. And he's a super tall guy. So he's like 6'3". 
And he is very good looking. He's a charming, charming man. Funny as shit. We hit it off like gangbusters immediately through our texts and things like we had each other's humor instantly. So it was a lot of fun texting back and forth with him. Yeah, he sent us a picture. He's standing there with these two pirate wenches. And he was the one that told us I forget even what hotel it was. But he's like the whole hotel was basically a swinger takeover. I can't we'll have to figure out when when all the world gets back underway. We're definitely going to have to do that. Yeah, because the swinger version of Gasparilla. Yeah, because in 2019 you were in Virginia. We had plans to go. Yes, we did. And then in 2020, as we'll talk about in a little while, you know, well, in oh, yeah. upcoming episodes, you were out out, you were out of state again yeah. for other family yeah. reasons. Yep. And so yeah, so we in our swinger career have not been able to experience Gasparilla. Oh no. Yeah. We also haven't been to Fantasy Fest in Key West. I know. We were planning on doing that, and that got canceled because yep. that was supposed to be 2020. Yep. So many things we still have left to do look oh, right? yeah. i know there's just tons, tons tons of stuff tons of stuff we had reached out and chatted with brad so we made plans to meet brad and he was in town for a month he's from the midwest and he was staying at an airbnb in saint pete and so we said hey we, there's this great restaurant bar that we love in downtown saint pete called cassis it's a french restaurant slash bar and it was the first place that you and i had ever had smoked old fashions mm-hmm. with let's go full circle full circle with the very first couple who introduced us to swinging. Yep. Yep. That was the... That was the Uber ride That was the night. Uber night. That's right. Mm-hmm. That was one of our stops. Yes. On the Uber ride yeah, night. That, was at Cassis. Yes. And so if you're ever in downtown St. Pete, go to Cassis. It's a French restaurant with a bakery and an ice cream shop, I think, on the side. But the little bar on the inside is where we go and sit and have our smoked old fashions. And they really do a very nice smoked old yeah. fashion. I also would recommend Giggle Waters in Safety Harbor if you're up that way. Yes, As they We try smoked old fashions smoke, wherever yeah. we are, wherever we go, because we love the smoking part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, as some of you may notice but from our Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> so because we, we take pictures of them but anyway so we met brad so we said look there's this great bar down there so let's go and we'll meet you down there and we'll do a meet and greet you know we'll have our meet and greet with you so at some point in time brad says to me by the way i had a motorcycle incident he said a motorcycle mishap that's right thank you a motorcycle mishap when i was younger and so i walk with a cane and i hope that's not a problem i'm like no no, no i don't care you know We've been chatting and texting and flirting long enough. It's that's totally fine. I don't really care. That has nothing to do with anything. So we go down to St. Pete and he beats us to the restaurant by like, I don't know, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. And he texts and he says, I'm, I'm here. And we said, great, we're right behind you. So we get to the restaurant and it happened to be it was like a Wednesday night. Yes, yeah, so it was the middle mm-hmm. of the week. So it was pretty quiet. And so we get to the hostess and we say, we're meeting our friend here. And she says, okay, great. So she's walking us back to the table and she stopped and she says, is he in a wheelchair? And I said, uh, I don't know. (laughs) But that's his cane. And so she says, okay. (laughs) So I'm like, how do I not know that my friend is in a wheelchair? I mean, that's a pretty, Mm -hmm. pretty specific thing. So I texted him and I'm like, we're here. No rush. Uh, He's because he texted, I'm going to the restroom or something. I don't know. And I said, we're here. No rush. Take your time. Wash your hands. Whatever you need to do. (laughs) So he came out and he was in his chair. So getting around for him is so much easier in a wheelchair because he does have some mobility issues, obviously, with with his motorcycle mishap. But it was so funny. And it was the first I think it was really one of the first times that we were like, oh, we're here to meet our friends. And then they ask the hostess 
us ask us a question and we're like, uh, <laughs> like, what do they look like? And we're like, uh, uh. we've had that one before. Yes, we have. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we're, we're meeting, you know, our friends here. And they're like, well, where, where do they look like? And we're like, we don't know. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we just know their SLS yeah. profile pictures. <laughs> I know what her boobs look like, but I don't. So that was the very, I think that was like the first time that that really yeah, happened was, that yeah. way. It was so uncomfortable. And I still don't know how to do that better. Or there, there's no good way to do that. It's like just, you, that's just kind of a natural, yeah, so, awkward will, inflection point. I will say though, from that point on, we did start to be like, I'm wearing a pink yeah. shirt. Like I started to ex- describe to people what I'd be wearing so that it was. A, We're a, tall. Yes. <laughs> We're both tall. Yes. And we looked just like our pictures. That was the other thing too. Yeah, our yeah. picture a lot of times we would meet people and we would tell them we look we look exactly like what our pictures look like because our pictures are on our profile, but other people didn't have their pictures up. So people would ask us what or do they look like and we'd be like, I don't know. So yeah. But anyway, so it was super funny and that was the first time that that had really happened and we were like, Oh fuck, we don't know and we feel stupid <laughs> and he's not here, but yet, you know, he's not at the table, but she says he's here and Luckily, it was a very slow night at Cassis, and so there was really no other option about which table right. it would be. So we meet Brad, and in true to form, the three of us all hit it off greatly, and we just had a blast. Mm-hmm. We drank, and we talked, and we laughed, and we had a wonderful, wonderful time. And so the important lesson, we had never done a meet and greet where we had then gone and played straight away. And you and I had discussed, you know, if this goes well, I could do that. So as you said that, we did with the very first successful full swap couple, but we had already met them once. Yes. But we hadn't really hung out with them a lot. No, no, no. I'm talking about this was the first time. this is the first time we ever met somebody like cold, met them cold and then went and played. Right. And so you and I had talked and said, look, if this goes well, let's suggest playing. And so it went great. We were also drunk. (laughs) and we hadn't mentioned that to brad at all and i think it was the first time that we talked about it because it was the first person that i was so comfortable with plus Mm -hmm. having been on all those hot wife dates i now had a much better understanding of myself who i was going to be comfortable with and whether or not it was going to be an issue and with him instantly instant connection things like that the part i didn't realize was it would have been nice to have told him that right and not to spring it on him so what happens after unfortunately the audio is bad i think in the audio we actually said something like it would have been great for us to stop about halfway through the evening and say look this is going really well what do you think about heading back to your place and we Mm -hmm. knew we could host because he was there at his airbnb by himself and things like that so we knew that that was an option and that's why we had talked about the fact that that would be something that we could do because he was by himself a lot of times we see people and we don't know if they have the opportunity to play we got better about clarifying that too as we went out on dates so we had many hours of drink and fun and dinner and then we suggested to brad should we go play and he said uh okay but i need to straighten up when i get back to the house so the poor guy we spring this on him we've been drinking for hours all of us 
slow pace, but yet drinking. We invite ourselves back to his house. Right. If anybody invites themselves back to our house, we're like, no, you can't come because there's five inches of dog hair and there's children (laughs) and there's like, who knows what else? I mean, it's not prepared. There is no space that's prepared on a short notice in our crazy house. We just never thought about it. So sweet, Brad. It was so wonderful to say, okay, but give me a head start. <laughs> Let me straighten up when I get there. And then I'll meet you in like, you know, 15 or 20 minutes behind me. And then we said, okay. So we went and bless his heart. He did straighten up and we get there and we really did have a really nice time. But like we said, there was a lot of mixed drinks. There was a lot of alcohol involved. We played, but it was challenging. And we, I said, I think jokingly that because we had so many old fashions and you guys had some beer and all that other kind of stuff, there was some bourbon dick going on there. And, but we still had a good time. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't this crazy, wild, hot, sexy play date. It was muddling through <laughs> our drunken stupors <laughs> to have a play date. So we laughed. We laughed about it. It was still a good time. We had a great time. But again, because Brad is actually still such a great friend, and he was in town for a month, and he had just gotten into town. I think he'd been there like a week or so. So we had about two and a half more weeks of him being in town. So we saw him a lot, and he's going to come up in another story I think in the next episode. Maybe in two episodes. Uh, two episodes. Is yeah. it two episodes that he comes? Yeah. Well, he does. I mean, so. He, He's still in our lives today. <clears throat> yeah, we, well, we saw it. We hung out a lot. Yeah. In the time that he was in town. And uh, he's just super fun. Yeah. And so, you know, we went out on a couple of different he just was, vanilla dates, play dates. Yeah. yeah and. But then, yeah, there is one, I think, what you're thinking about. Yeah. That'll pass probably in two episodes. Okay, yeah, yeah. We had a hot, a hot time. So <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll explain all that when the time comes. But so, and he is, he's like six foot three, and he loves tall women. And of course, I'm over six feet. And we also loved kissing. We Our kissing styles really, really meshed. And so his nickname for me is Hot Lips. It still <laughs> is to this day. <laughs> He'll text me and he'll say, hey, hot lips. So, and he or he'll always send me the lip emoji, the kiss. And he since has now moved to Florida just recently. So we actually were talking about the other day about trying to at least go and have dinner. And so every time he's been back, we've chatted and met up and seen him here or there or whatever. He loves to share his stories with us. And he's a dear friend and probably will be for life. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we have so much fun. Yeah, and he and I text pretty frequently. Yeah, probably as much as yeah. he and I do. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. You're giving me a look like, I, yeah. Well, well, because, you know, you're dude, you guys have your dude things that you talk about. You talk he's about just your, funny as shit. He yeah. Is. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, we'll talk. And we've even talked on the phone, you know, about like, what do I do with this? And right. What do I do with that? And he calls me the old bull, which really doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> outside of the context of the story here. Okay. But we were talking one time and I brought up the story of, because uh, I think we were, it, no, it may have been what we're going to talk about in two episodes at Caliente. Uh-huh. I said, well, we remember the story of there's an old bull and a young bull on the top of a hill. And they're looking down on this field full of cows. And the young bull says, let's run down there and fuck one of those cows. And the old bull says, let's walk down there and fuck them all. <laughs> and so ever since then, he said, yeah, you're the old bull. <laughs> So he'll text me and say, old bull, what do you think about this? (laughs) Which is so funny because that term bull really doesn't apply to me. I mean, not at all. But in that context, it does. (laughs) 
It's a perfect analogy. It's a title of distinguishment. It, it is. Meant, my yes, love. that is a title of distinguishment. Yes, I'll, of I'll an t- honor. Is your badge of honor, <laughs> old bull. Right. Let's walk down there, take our time, fuck them all. <laughs> we don't want to overexert ourselves. Right. right. Take it slow. Yeah. Take it easy. Take it slow. Get to know them a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but then fuck them all. Yeah. So that's Brad, and that's when we met Brad, and you'll hear a lot about Brad from now on. We had a, a lovely time, and he's a good friend, and we just enjoy each other's company. He was the first single guy that we had a meet and greet and fuck. I can think off the top of my head of three couples, not even counting Naughty in New Orleans in 2018, mm-hmm. that we met, had a connection, and played with that night. Mm-hmm. But that never happened with single guys until Brad. Right. Well, until actually me with my hot wife experience. That never happened <laughs> right. with you exactly. and I yeah, together. Yeah. Right. And that came from me feeling comfortable and confident because right. that was my rule. It was actually my rule that I said I don't wanna I don't wanna get into that pattern right. of meeting and greeting and fucking that night because you don't know. Sometimes mm-hmm. like it was like I needed that safety net. So when people would ask, is that an opportunity? Like what if we hit it all off? Well, we never said yes. Right. That's what I'm saying. I would say no. But it didn't happen a couple of times. Right. But I would say with the single guys that would ask that question. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. To me, that was a turnoff initially because I didn't know any better because I'm a prude. I'm a prude swinger, even though I'm the dharma of the couple. But that to me was a turnoff and it was jumping the gun and it was, um, it felt sometimes disrespectful to me until again, I Mm. got way more comfortable with it. Having experienced that when I was out of town where I didn't have the luxury of time. And it's also another red flag that they might be married because they only have a limited window. Right. And they don't, they don't have time to woo you. (laughs) It's like, I have this, one night where my wife's going to be out of town and or this is the I, night. Right. Or so I'm, it's a red flag. Right. Or also. I'm off with the guys playing poker right. or whatever that. Yeah. So I never, I really just never really liked that. And so when single guys would ask that, I would tell them no, that our right. rule is that we go out for a meet and greet. And if things go well, then we're happy to set up another, a play date. So he was the very yeah. first single guy in that where you and I are together Mm-mm. that we decided that we would try that with. Yeah. And then we made the very rookie mistake of not telling him. Shit faced. (laughs) Not telling him that that was an option. (laughs) Not having signals to say, hey, let's wrap this up. Not knowing when to wrap it up because we should have stopped about two hours earlier than we did, or we should have offered it about two Mm -hmm. hours earlier than we did. It was also a weeknight. Uh, It was. Yeah, we weren't going to be out late anyway. Yeah, yeah, we were. But we were out super late. And so, yeah, it was all of one of those things of like, we thought this was going to happen this way, and then we fucked it all up. And it just, but again, it was with Brad, and he's he's just a great guy. And so he just rolled with it, and that's what we did. And it was fun. We had a fun play date, but it wasn't like the sky's the limit because we all had a little bit to drink. But we did have a really nice time, obviously, because we hung out with them as much as we could the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll talk about those in the next couple of episodes. episodes. Yeah. Because he'll be showing up. Well, he'll show up off and on from now until now. Because I just talked to him the other day. (laughs) 
So, but that's about it for this episode. So I think it was really important, the things that we talked about. We really wanted to, I really wanted to address the issue about the married men Mm -hmm. because it was something that I realized we hadn't talked about in the conversation with Roy at the time. And that was really a turning point for me for listening to The Ethical Slut and deciding that that was for myself. Other people have their own decisions, their own choices. That was just not something that, for me, that I wanted to do. And so that's become my standard is that I don't play with men who aren't truly available. Right. And if they have girlfriends that don't know either, that's not my bag either. But that's just me. And everybody has their own different view and desire and choices. And that's where we now draw the line. Yep. So <laughs> you gurgled. I did. <laughs> It's because I'm hungry as fuck. I know. It's time to eat. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up so we can go get some dinner. Right. (laughs) All right. We have some a bunch of crazy stories coming up because we are in full-on hot wife mode. I think that that was the week after Roy left. That was the week that we had. I think there was seven nights and six different men. Yeah. In seven nights, you were the seventh man. Right. On this, in the seven Because there nights. was a Tuesday in there where we had a, a meeting. Yeah. Um, so we didn't have a play date so or, there was, or meet and greet. Or, yeah, yeah. It wasn't necessarily we fucked six different men in seven nights, but it was we met yeah. six different men in seven right. nights. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, we were yeah, lining them up. The calendar was full. We were, yeah, we were lining them up. So those all those stories are coming up next. So hold on to your hats. Hold on to your hat. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. It only gets better. It does. You keep saying that. I know. You know why? Because it gets better. Because it only gets better. It does. Well, I guess we'll see everybody uh, at episode 25. That's right. All right. And don't forget, oh, I always got to talk about where we can find each other. Mm -hmm. Um, You can find us on our Instagram at Accidental Swingers. If you're new, please do follow us on Instagram. That is where we are most active. You can see all of our stuff that's going on there. Twitter is at Marina underscore Tristan. Mm -hmm. No, I think I do that wrong every single time. I think it's just Marina Tristan on Twitter. Just type in Marina, M-Y-R-I-N-A, and it'll come right up. (laughs) Yeah. I I know. I forget. (laughs) I'm not clearly not as active on Twitter. Plus, when I just pull it up, it says you want to tweet. And I'm like, yeah. So I don't remember what our thing is. Or you can type up the accidental swingers. It will come up. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, if you have any questions, we've been getting great emails from listeners. And by the way, my... Oh, shoot. I do that every single time. Yes, you do. honey. I know. I I get like... (laughs) cut off and shut. that's why my instagram's still a lonely place although it, it has is not picked up a lot and i think I, putting the the naked picture of me at caliente helped uh, a lot it helped a lot yeah yeah i mean there's a mermaid in the way but, right yeah but i picked up a lot of followers after that <laughs> it's always trying about i think i just need to pimp, i need to pimp myself out more i think that's the lesson here uh you you do it every every episode yeah pretty much. no no i mean like with pics oh uh, Oh, well, that's up to you. What do you want me to do? I mean, I can only do so much. Uh, Well, I don't know. I mean, I post the pictures and then I give you the picture. You post Mm -hmm. the same picture. So maybe you ought to come up with some creative stuff. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, make make Tristan's Instagram the happening place. Hmm. 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 Well, anyways, you can find... Well, we see that... What is your Instagram, honey? We do see that nudity shielded by a mermaid is very effective. (laughs) And so I'll have to come up with other nudity shielded by other objects. Oh, good idea. Yeah. All right. Like, how about... A pina colada glass strategically placed hmm. Mm. that could make it through the instagram police yes yeah all right well in any case it's <laughs> at marina's tristan m-y-r-i-n-a-s 
T-R-I-S-T-A-N. Because you are Marina's Tristan. There's no apostrophe in there. And I love you for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And that's where you can find us there. Um, and then, of course, like I said, you can always email us, either one of us, Marina or Tristan, at AccidentalSwingers.com. So that's where you find us. If you want to reach out to us, reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, or send us an email. Like I said, we have been getting, we get emails all the time. Every other day we get an email from a listener that talks about how fun they find the podcast. So we're glad you guys are loving it. And we do try to respond to everybody. It takes me a little bit longer these days with all the craziness that's going on. But we do get back to everybody. So send us a note, drop us a line, message us, give us a thumbs up on Instagram or Twitter, and we'll respond. So that's it for this episode. That's it. Yay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then we'll see you next time. Next time. Take care. Take care. Can't Bye. wait. Love this episode of The Accidental Swingers? Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle.